What's up, everybody? My name's Jalen Gasper, and welcome to E2, third episode. Um, of course, I'm with my mediator, Andre, the flax and wax, and always stay packing. Always in cracklings because he's Muslim. None of this is true. I love crackers, <laughs> um, but I am not a Muslim. <laughs> How you guys doing? Um, uh, as always, I'm here as the bit of sense of reason for Jalen's uh, tactful or uh, actually tacky uh, <laughs> jokes. <laughs> making. But uh, you know, I'm here. We're here to mediate, and we have our buddy Fave here, as always. Yo. Well, actually, we had AJ, AJ here, episode, but, but uh, we we have uh, Fabian Brown here again with us, uh, who was on our pilot episode. So, if you want to introduce yourself again, they already know who you are. Yeah, you know, you already know who I am—the God of War, the Ghost of Spiders. Let's see, I shouldn't have let him talk. So you can't talk because I mean. Flax and waxy? Yeah, bro. You, you, both of you guys are here. First of all, that's your actual name. Nah, your actual name see my is Flax and Wax. <laughs> but uh, we have Fabe here because we're going to be talking about some uh, some rap stuff. And he's like the rap guru. He's the music guru yeah. of all of us. But we have actually some a bit of outrageousness to talk about before we get into that. Some BS, man. Uh, okay, look. The reason why we kind of started off on a more chill note today is because, man, these PWIs have been pissing us off. Let them know what that means, Jason. Publicly white institution. And and the thing is, is like, Beyonce just had a performance for HBCUs. Showing homage, the, the beautiful homage to HBCUs, man. You can't even enjoy it for a week before white people start acting. <sighs> man, bro. Andre, tell us what happened, bro. <laughs> Well, um, the biggest notable thing currently right now is the uh, video of those Penn State girls recording themselves um, saying the N-word. Obviously, we previously, last episode, talked about just a little bit, a bit of a surface uh, level of who is entitled to say the N-word. And apparently these white chicks from college students feel that they're entitled to say the N-word because, as I said last episode, rap music has brainwashed these young white kids into thinking that that's okay that uh since it's in the music that they listen to that it's for them that they own it and it's crazy that you say that because if i'm, I'm i have the clip with us and if you listen to the clip that's exactly what she say so we're just gonna let her you know explain her and her expose friend expose herself and her <laughs> friend and i would like to see if you guys can fit the original video with her supposed apology and see if any of this makes sense to what she says originally. Program for me to say nigga if it's in a song and singing the lyrics or is it not that was the original video uh, and there's a second clip of her uh, I believe her friend questioning uh, if you don't like us saying the n-word you don't like us saying nigga suck my something that she doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like <laughs> she, she is, is yeah, yeah 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 but um, it's it's just outrageous man and I, I in typical white fashion in typical hand getting caught in the cookie jar fashion the waterworks came out immediately the <laughs> that obviously isn't sincere that's just um pretty much uh 
written up by somebody smarter than her who can see the impact of what she did, but it's not a genuine apology. And I just want to read a little bit of what she wrote because she issued a video and then I guess apparently she didn't feel that was enough. So she penned an open letter. <laughs> a, a open letter. And l let's debunk this open letter of hers. I'll run through it as quickly as possible. Excuse me. Um, it begins with, I am not a racist. I believe in equality and respect among all. The videos have been misconstrued in many ways across the media. I admit that the place and context of how I presented my question was insensitive. I am deeply sorry to those that have been offended from what was happening in the video. If a word is offensive to a particular race, then it should not be presented in music. There have been multiple occasions on campus when I have heard similar music played that has repeatedly included the N-word and other vulgar terms in the lyrics. When an interracial group sings along to the lyrics including the N-word, people don't call out those who are not black racists for singing along. I posed a controversial question. No, you did not. <laughs> but I posed a controversial question because I was upset that my friend was harassed for singing along to the lyrics of Freaky Friday by Lil Dicky featuring Chris Brown. I never attacked a specific person or group. I was simply questioning why, another, why one race has more rights to freedom of speech than another. Leonard McKelvey, uh, a.k.a. for the Charlemagne of God. Yes, Charlemagne of God was posted on a YouTube video channel uh, speaking on this topic. In the video, he states, until blacks stop using the N-word, until blacks stop using the word nigga, uh, we can't get mad at nobody, for, anybody else for using the word nigga. He goes on to speak about how if people want to see change, they need to be the change they want to see. He believes that it is hypocritical for a person to use the word and not expect others to use it as well. Another comment he makes is about how Martin Luther King Jr. or other historic black figures were to come back to life. They wouldn't be shocked by white people using the N-word, but by those of the black race using the N-word. Uh, it goes on for a bit further, but that's really the meat and bones of what needs to be said. I kind of want to say how she said she, all she did was pose this question. And then her friend was in the background you know, saying, saying nigga this entire time. Yeah, like, like, that was, first of all, you didn't, like, don't don't make it seem like you were up here in the table. Uh, you were, you had to do your um psychology project because y'all going over Sigma Freud and y'all wanted to, to uh, study behaviors and what offend people. And, like, you were just like, well, um, the N-word, I just want to pose this question. Why does the N-word have such an impact on you guys when said by another? No, bruh, you was real live in the video. <laughs> <laughs> saying, yeah, I should say nigga. And then your friend in the background, even though you were asking that question, she was just saying, nigga, 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 nigga. Like, even if we answered the question for you. It's it, already too late. It's already too late. It's like you guys already decided for yourself exactly. that you could say that word. And then the, uh, the second video with her just in the mirror saying it. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. Like, that well, makes... Uh, if y'all have a problem with me saying, nigga, suck my dick. Exactly. None of that fits any of the apology and the Nothing. supposed open letter that you, writ, that, that you wrote. Excuse me. I don't believe that. I don't believe that was written by her. I don't believe. And even if it was, I don't believe she meant a word of it. And, and it goes back. And, and even in her stupid, excuse my language, but stupid ass freaking apology letter she made she wanted to quote Charlemagne the God a black man and first was, of all first of all a black man and what was our point from last episode that, that's true that uh, uh, I said something that uh, kind of reiterated what Charlemagne had said where that uh, 
you know, if we live in America. This is a country that has free speech, you know, uh, the First Amendment. And you really can't can keep people from saying it. But in my personal opinion, a white person shouldn't be saying that. And Charlemagne kind of reiterated or said that, uh, well, really, none of us should be saying it, you know. And how can we get people to stop saying it if we can't stop saying it? But that doesn't line up with the way that she was caught saying the N-word and what her supposed goal was. And, and, and my thing is, it's kind of contradictory to, like you said, he was, his, his view in that take, what she quoted, was that, hey, look, we shouldn't be saying the N-word at all, none of us. So if you're going to quote someone who says that none of us should be saying the N-word, a black man, why say the N-word? And, and that, that makes no sense to your point. You just contradicted yourself. That makes me think about I don't know I don't know her name because I don't really pay that much attention to her. That that white girl who I'm half black and I'm that yeah, whoa Vicky yeah like, man. Well, oh that, my god that, that takes me to say same stuff together, like <laughs> people some yeah. some people uh, probably can't find it within themselves to stop saying it because they want to be a part of the culture so bad and they just see all these people saying it in music and then I wanted to say that like um. Like we was talking about yesterday about uh, like N- the NWA interview when they was talking about they're putting these situations mm-hmm. and they're trying to show people yeah. the situations that we are thrusted in yes. and that we have to try to learn to survive in. Like people die every day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just talking about it. They not running around just killing it. They be in jail, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, and, and, that, and that's just us express like like basically what Fabian is saying. Like a lot of people want to say, well, it's in our, it's in music, it's in music. First of all, it's it, it's in a music from a, a black male or a black woman who has suffered from oppression, and that's why we can use that word. Exactly. And even if like a see, people don't even understand, white people don't understand what trap music is. Like you know, I, I'm gonna try to move on after this, but white people don't understand what trap music is. When we listen to trap music, we have a whole different feeling because of the fact is because uh, yes, the beat dope, but the lyrical content is usually something. We, we can relate with is because we live that lifestyle well, not the li- and we yeah, are we've been exposed to it exactly. you if you haven't been exposed to it you shouldn't say it exactly you should not say it and, 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 and it doesn't go and for you to quote uh, another black man it goes back to our point that AJ our last host made that even if we feel, even if we feel that there's a divide and that we shouldn't say that uh, word between our culture of course that's something that we debate out. That's something exactly. that we argue out. It's nothing from another race to tell us exactly. what we should do. It, it, it's the same imperialistic mindset that we hate about white people. It's, 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 what it, it, in its essence, it's entitlement. People putting their feet in places where they don't belong and they, they can't even understand. Because they've always been entitled. Always but I'm saying like they they don't even understand like how you was talking about trap mm-hmm. music. It's not even trap music. They they might not even understand some of the lingo we use and just the way we talk. Exactly. You know? it's, it sounds nice. Mm-hmm. It, exactly. Exactly. It exactly. Nice. And because this is America, and because of the society which within which we exist, that's consistently selling us stuff, that's giving us stuff. When you start putting creating stuff and putting it out into the ether into uh, you know, amongst people, it's really not yours no more. And we, as black people, have kind of done that with the N word, where it was something that was home, you know, in home, you know, within our group, within our community. At but first, it really even wasn't. We turned it into that. We, yeah, once we, we did, did that, yeah. but then we started putting it in everything about us. It was mm-hmm. in our movies. It was in our music. Yeah. It was in our books. It was in our persona that we wore on our sleeve, 
and it rubbed off on white people. Now, white people feel entitled to the N-word. Well, they feel, uh, this is America. Why the fuck can I not say it? You know, Because the thing is, we're getting to the point to where culture is now black culture. And so now that they look at it as a form of culture of Americans, now it's like, oh, okay, now we can all say it. No, it's right. our culture. You know, it's just the fact that you're not ruling American culture anymore. You're yeah, not ruling exactly, our entertainment. Bro. But, man, oh, I, shit. I actually, just to uh, wrap that up. I, it was you wrap it up, man, because I can't wrap it up. You say what you say. We can just keep going. <laughs> to end that, uh, just about the entitlement and about how... Uh, White black culture is now, you know, essentially culture now. Uh, I think it's M MSNBC did a, a an interview with over twelve hundred Trump supposed Trump supporters, and their number one fear isn't a loss of economic status; it's a loss of status, where these people are interested in and focused on losing their place in society as a majority, not in numbers but in respect. Not even in like saying working class is just like no. it's not just their position in society. How white people are viewed. That's selfish shit, bro. Like you know what I'm saying work and to get man. Exactly. <laughs> they, they 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 won't meet us on the battlefield and out compete us. But they will subvert. They will uh mm. attack and they will use backhanded uh tactics to secure their place and make sure that it's uh cemented. And that's something that we have to consistently talk about and it runs into everything from politics to what we're about to talk about today with rap music mm -hmm. you know uh, i feel like that has a, a a legitimate um connection you know and you have to pay attention to things and look at it at the grander scheme than just looking at it as focused issues because you'd be surprised at how many things are uh, interconnected and uh, some of the same problems cause the same, same problems. Exactly. They all have one. We just put these so, labels on them. Exactly. And yeah, that's how they keep you uh, divided and unfocused. But in brighter news, Kendrick Lamar won the fucking hey, yes. Pulitzer Prize. For all the dumb stuff, a great thing happened with K-Dot winning the Pulitzer. He's the first rap artist to win that, you know, mm -hmm. the only artists, musical genres who won a Pulitzer were classical music and um, I think contemporary. Uh, and yes, I, no, it's classical That's cool. and jazz. It's jazz. Yes, it, it, this was the first non-classical and jazz, a non-classical and non-jazz uh, artist to win this award. So she got some support from Rihanna. Uh, yes, yes, she, she did. said, you know, keep showing these kids that anything is possible. Exactly, because this is history. Yeah, like I like like we were saying yesterday. This I, man came from pretty much, you know, he on another side of the country, but like pretty much where we coming from. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. And Struggle. this man up here winning awards for a Pulitzer Prize, like a journalism award. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, this is a history. Like this is real history. This mm -hmm. isn't a, a Grammy. This isn't you know. This is actual history that's award. gonna be talked about generations after us in a book. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I feel like this is dope. This this is the definition of black excellence right here, bro. Yeah, exactly. And then we had Kendrick Lamar winning the Pulitzer Prize, and then you had J. Cole winning our hearts <laughs> with this man. This KOD. KOD, bro. This album was so dope, bro. Hell yeah. What y'all think about 1985? Because I, I feel like 1985 really relates into what we're talking about today. Much needed message for, I feel like, a lot of the, as one of us in here would say, fast food artists making all this fast food music that's gone in like three weeks. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and sometimes not even that, man. Like, it's sad, bro. Like, and all he, you know, and, and I don't even think he coming for nobody net. You know what I'm no, saying? No, He really just, he really just telling everybody, like. Schooling, bro. Schooling everybody, bro. Like, y'all niggas need to, like, pay attention, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, pay attention. Like, like and you I be saying sometimes, bro, like, life is not a fucking game. This shit, <laughs> this shit is real, bro. Like, like yeah. all these people, like, um, people die, like, uh, that's an existential, uh, excuse me, existential type shit, you know what I'm saying? Questioning yeah. your very existence, you know what I'm saying? You only get one go of these, brother. Yeah. Your lights are on for about 60, 70, 80 years, then the bitch is just off. Man, just and and what basically what Fabian Andre is talking about is in 1985, he just, he's schooling a little pump, and, and of course, that's who's he, who he's directly Lil talking whatever. to. But yeah. like, little, like, like he say, little whatever, like this really applies to like, almost everybody in, in trap music right now. Mm -hmm. And so what he was really saying to them was not a diss of some sort, is that this money is temporary. The money that you're getting right now is, is, is curated by tours and tours only. And you know, you're not getting, you, you're, you're in, you're most likely you're in a 360 deal because you're 15, 16, 17 years old. And a lot of these rappers are, these Lil and Young, yeah. man, like. And, and so like, J. Cole really just had me thinking about it. Like, what state are we in in hip hop? Mm -hmm. What 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 I'm and I'm talking to you guys. What state do you feel like we are in hip hop? Do you feel like we're benefiting more than we're hurting, or do you feel like you know it's kind of the same thing? And if you feel like it's kind of the same thing, which one is happening more? Like, is the trajectory hurting us more, yeah. or is it benefiting us more? Yeah. It, it, so, uh, I would say yes and no. I see, and, and only that, only because. There are so many, I mean, and the radio isn't the only place to find music. Yeah. Uh, you can go and, you know, and I've done it. So I'm talking from experience. Like, um, you can go find somebody from L.A. who not really that hot or, and they ain't got to be L.A. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they better than some of the people you're hearing on a daily basis. They <laughs> just don't have the exposure. Exposure. exposure that some of these other people have. And, and sometimes it's not even like some of these dudes, they, some people see this. Like, oh, he making this this music that's going to be hot for a little bit. So I'm going to sign him to he he ain't making that shit no more and get my money. Yes, and exactly. And my thing is, you, you just brought up a great point. My thing is, is that, like, we going to drop him like he didn't do anything. But a lot of these times, definitely with trap music or trap artists, people like Smoke Perp or Lil Pump, they curated their own fa fan base. Exactly. Like, they, like, no, like, the label didn't make it. You know, it's just the label takes these popping artists at a time, mm -hmm. signs them to a deal, that money that they're going to be pleased with at the time temporarily, because exactly. we're young, we're, we're young and malleable, so it's like, hey man, eight million, oh yeah. So you know what kind of music that gives us? Exactly. The bullshit that we hear all the fucking time. Bro. So, so like, why you say yes and no? My thing is, is that I feel like we say yes and no because we look at where hip hop is in, 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 in the uh, scope of st statistics, and we like to say yes. Because, you know, we're the number one listened to genre now, you know, like we brought up on the last episode. And we have m more, you know, more of a diverse pool of audiences who listen to, you know, rap music now. So we like to say yes, because the statistics are good. But is it do is that what we should rely on? Like I say, honestly, I don't even look at numbers. I feel like that messes up a lot of stuff. Yeah, I feel like if you look at numbers, then no, we're in a terrible exactly, place in exactly. hip hop. Like, uh, because 
when you listen to a song, the numbers don't fucking matter. It shouldn't matter. The content it, and the song like matters. It. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say yes and no because honestly, I don't put myself in a position where I'm listening to some dumbass music. I mean, like, <laughs> if I'm around somebody, you know, like, hey, yeah, you listen to that. That's cool. I don't like that. That's why I say no. I say yes because there actually are a lot of good people making mm-hmm. great music. You just don't have the exposure. Exactly. You just have to You have to look a little harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's why it's a no for me. Mm-hmm. It's a no. Um, there's always been mainstream music. Mainstream music has always existed. That was essentially mainstream was synonymous with pop music. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. American early pop music was mainstream. But there were always, um, you know, up-and-coming genres or up-and-coming artists that came out and would push push the music forward. And now we just have music being stagnant, where it, it essentially is fast food music, where it's only made for a momentary feeling for right now, where music is being made for seasons, where music is being made for scenes, where and music is being made for parties and uh get togethers and that's solely its entire purpose just to be background music and I, it, it's no now if we want to talk about the scape the scope of me i say music in general but let's say just hip-hop it's bad because the only people who are making money the only people who are getting exposed the only people who are getting opportunities to legitimately be in a position to push the culture are people who are letting the culture stay stagnant you know exactly you have to be essentially perfect and to do something now like Kendrick Lamar is popping now, but that man had to win a Pulitzer. Yeah, He's exactly. been robbed of an uh, album of the year twice now. Yes. Right? No, I think it's actually three times. <laughs> three times in a row he's been robbed of album of the year. And he's consistently had to go step up to the bat and make almost essentially flawless albums to be as, as big as he is now. He could be making essentially the same music, probably missing uh, All Right or missing a... Um, Money Tree, yeah, Mad City, and that album wouldn't have did what it did. He exactly. wouldn't be as famous as he is now. He's had to play the game perfectly to do what he is now. Versus somebody like Lil Pump, who could go in the studio and freestyle. Bull, good game, good game, good game. Some people believe though that you need both. Like you know how long it takes for Kendrick and Abso and J Cole, like people with albums. lyrical content to exactly. come. Exactly, yeah. it, it takes time, and then some people feel you need these fast food to fill your time with. But as, as in like content the, the, filling the, your yeah, mind. Yeah, and see, and my thing is, is that when when are we going to focus on what's actually? Uh, when we're gonna focus on quality, the quality that our community really needs, because like we can always, we always say everybody is at the terms about police brutality is bad. Mm-hmm. Everybody's at the terms that black on black crime is bad. But you know, cooking up dope in the crock pot, effing yeah. on your girl, she a thought thought. We came from nothing to something. Like it's cool, like when you rap, when you jig into it and dance into it. But listen to these That's, lyrics, man. And I was finna say like. What Tupac said, like, uh, you, you, you shaking your head and all this shit to all these niggas, but what is he saying? Exactly. The beat cool and the melody, but what the fuck is this nigga telling you? What, what are you putting in these headphones in your ears? 
Because people don't out the entire world for these dumbass exactly. Because like you know, it's like people don't understand what's how subconsciously the music you listen to exactly, affects bro. you. Like you know, when you 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 think that you know, well, I'm not trapping, so it's not going to affect me, or I'm not doing this, so it's not going to affect me. But it actually does because now you have this sense of music to where like now you have a standard to where when you hear this trap music, okay, I want to hear him say certain stuff. Je- it- I want to hear this beat or certain way exactly, you know so not so it is messing with our subconscious that that is slowly our sub- I, I, i'll attest to that personally uh having come up listening to almost strictly lyrical miracle type music or stuff like that and then having just this new age trap music pop up and like where the fuck did it come from that's true but uh, it affects how you go back and even start listening to other kinds of music yeah where you start having a rubric or a, a standard for what you think is actually a good song, and you end up missing out on a lot of gems because the way you interpret or take in music has now changed because everything is the same now. Exactly. Where for me to listen to a song now, it has to bang. Yeah. It has to have some exactly. nice bass or nice drums. And that's why a lot of people don't like the J. Cole album. Exactly. Because he comes from an introspective way to where he, he settles down on the production and he focuses more on the content. And, and that is sad. That people hate that. It's sad that people don't even... You know what I mean? They're not even listening to what he's saying on the album. Then you say, well, he's memeable now. Yeah, for, like, for making woke stuff, he's memeable. That's like, like, oh, you fuck with J Cole? Like you, you get on Twitter, bro. Man, I'm so tired of J Cole and shit. For what? This, this for, what the for fuck him. did he do to you, bro? This yeah. man has made three featureless <laughs> albums and went platinum. And went platinum. Rap what are you hating for? Yes. Yeah, yeah, rap featureless. But my thing is, and it's uh, and ever since, uh, just, just say he finna go. He damn near finna sell half a million first week too. Yeah, I'm talking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Damn near half a million first week. Exactly, bro. And ever since, you know, you know, people might not like Cole's world, you know, as a you know project compared to other ones. But ever since Cole's world, he he has given us great content with 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 as in you know stuff that you'd be like, dang, wow, are you? I never looked at it like that. Yeah. You know, and and but you know we don't like him because he 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 don't have a dope beat like walk it like I talk it. it it's, it's, I wouldn't even say it's that. I, I I feel like it's it's how we interpret niggas supposed to rap now. Like what we think it, and this goes back to that rap rubric. It's supposed to be melody now, straight. And if future, if it's not catchy, you're not rapping right, bro. Yeah. You could be saying something that literally would take you months to, to have fully decipher what that bar meant, mm-hmm. and that used to be dope. But now if you not hitting the melody perfect and it's not riding right, then you could you could you literally could be saying garbage. You could be saying rapping trash with ass and bag and bass bass fish or something. You know yes. It don't matter. As long as what you the way you saying it is good. You know exactly. And that that's why there's this divide amongst people who make legitimately good music and they're not getting exposure that they deserve because people who making music that's just easily digestible are taking up all the space. And it's 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 bad because the shit that they're pushing, just like I said originally, is connected to a lot of problems that exist in the world now. Where the music that's being pushed is not only dumbing people down, but it's giving them it's consistently overexposing things and why things are becoming normalized. That's why we are living in a bit of a opioid pandemic or epidemic in America where people are dying. Families, mothers are living their lives and 
childless because their children yes. overdose on opioids, on drugs. Because in all the music that's popping, I'm I'm a drug head. I'm a pop. Exactly. I'm, I'm a pop pills. I'm a sip lean. All this shit. They're not gonna tell you about the adverse effects of this. They just gonna tell you that the vibe is nice. That it, exactly. it sounds. Good. Everybody wanna play the part of a plug and shit and have all this drugs and look cool doing it and shit, but. It's is, not even that important, bro. The white kids that's listening and doing that shit, they getting slaps on the wrist when they get caught up with it. But them and niggas who's, who's doing look, that, exactly. they going to jail, bro. We seeing these white people who are making millions in the marijuana industry, but they still got people locked up in jail. Black men, black women who locked up for years on possession charges. And it's, it's just, we just talked about the N-word. Uh, the N-word is literally like the go-to filler word for rap music now. Yes. Where if it's not and that's some Lil Dicky has even said. Shit, nigga. Nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's about 45 seconds of my song. So exactly. how can we be mad at these little white kids, these white people, or these other people who are not black, but are listening to black uh, productions or listening to black creations and uh, diluting the message? Or diluting what this the the culture should stand for, you and know what I'm saying? You, you, this this type of music that's being created is having more than just one negative effect. And to just say that uh, it's just music, bro, who cares? Don't join this conversation. Then. Don't yeah, join this like you. If you don't care about the effect that things having, because everything that you do, any decision that you make, has an uh, cause and effect. It affects people. If you want to deny that, keep your mouth closed. That's why you have a hippocampus. This is like actual neuroscience. It's neuroscience to you know people who who want to go literal. But that's why you have a hippocampus to register memories, so they can go to your frontal lobe and then hit your subconscious. But the thing is, when you when you're not a part of certain environments, things can go straight to your subconscious and you not even realize it. You know, as in the music you listen to or the rappers you listen to. What you were saying, it took me back to what my cousin was saying about just making music. Because he, he kind of helped me uh, with my craft or whatever. Uh, when people run out of things to say, they say a curse word. If they oh, don't yeah. have a vocabulary, mm-hmm. they say bitch or nigga or shit. Or, you know what I'm saying? They, they usually say something vulgar because, I mean, that's what entices a person. You know, like, you know, if you could see be saying the wackest rhyme ever, excuse my language, but if you just say, you bitch, you bitch, you exactly. bitch, you bitch, it, it, you a it, bitch. Nah, it, yeah, it, you know, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Typical stupid dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was a little webby. But you know, I'm just saying, you know, it's gonna entice some out of people as in like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Lil Pump's this song to J. Cole was literally F J. Cole. F J. Cole. Yeah, F J. Cole. Literally. Like that's to be real, I, I ain't even hear it. I I had to. I had to, bro. Like bro, that's the whole song. That's the whole, you don't have to listen to it, bro. That snippet that you heard, <laughs> he just gave you the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, he, rap, he got like one verse that's like thirty five seconds or something. You bro. know why he made that though? Nineteen eighty five. Nah, nah, he made that before that. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what basically J Cole was. You know, going back at. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because after yeah. False Prophets, I guess. Lil Pump and a couple of these little people he was talking to uh, nah, felt yeah, offended. I forgot he did kind of diss dudes on False Prophets too. Yeah, yeah got a Kanye guy. felt yeah. like he was dissing him. Oh, he came what, back yeah. out and was talking about that. I, I feel like that man in the swinging place or something, bro. Oh, yeah, Kanye. Yeah, it's Kanye. He's writing the philosophy book or some shit. Did you see his Yeezy 
slides? Yeah, they ugly too. I've seen them. And why did he have Yeezy? Bro, he needs to just let go Yeezy. I got out of prison with or something like that. They had this dude who had took a picture with Big Sean. And you can't tell him the picture. I wouldn't wear these if they make me walk, bro. They zoom in in the picture and he in the handicapped. I'm like, oh, you gonna say that? Like, you, bro. Can we get signed up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, Lil Pump, you know, J. Cole went at these people and and as uh, an attack back, Lil Pump dissed them with that, you know, F.J. Cole crap. But uh, it, it just, even a diss is evident of the the level of skills and music that exists now in music today. Because, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you diss somebody, it's not just going to be F.J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? Play Hit Em Up. It, it, oh, yeah. Hit Em Up has to be the most dis- disrespectful right next play, to Ether. Play any of M disses. The job. To when he oh, go to sleep. Go to yeah, sleep. Nail in a coffin. Benzino. Oh, bro. You know what I'm saying? But you, you let one of these other kids diss somebody. I mean, you it, have it, you heard the kid diss against Lil Uzi? It's garbage, bro. The beat nice. But no, Dead Friends? Yes. Dead yeah, Friends. It's, it's, it's a good song, but it's not it's even not a no diss. diss. It's not you know a saying? diss. It, you go watch one of these little kids trying to freestyle. None of them niggas freestyling that no story. You seen Lil Yachty trying to freestyle on High 97, bro? Yeah. It's garbage, man. Yeah. That's why Kendrick did control. No competition. Yeah. Nothing going on. You just had people who got mad at him. But like, yeah, he, but they didn't do shit. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. verses and he, yeah. he said, y'all need to come hard. That's what I'm saying. Because this, this is a flip side that needs to be argued about. About the entitlement that some of these underground dudes, underground dudes have. Kendrick Lamar came from the underground like y'all did. And has consistently made managed to put his foot in the mainstream. How many of you mir- lyrical miracle dudes who make all this lyrical music who sunk this is to him after control failed to make an actual Natural. good album after that. You know what I'm saying? You can't be mad at the And this has been E2. Now I'm playing. playing. <laughs> that, that is the point, bro. All this that crap that you're upset point. about in the uh, mainstream that's being made by these dudes who really can't make music, why don't you actual legitimate writers or you actual legitimate artists step up and say, I'm going to work harder, man. Exactly. I'm going to make better music than these people. For but, the culture. But, exactly. Because that's the thing. Quality is always harder. And you as an artist have to understand that. To Quality is always easier than quantity. Because quantity is microwavable. That's why if I want a, a, a burger at for the convenience, I'm gonna go to Burger King. Fast food music. But if I want to eat on something that's juicy, where the yeah, yeah. you gonna grill that shit and season it how you want to season that bitch. Well, I'm skinny, so I'm cook. So I'm gonna go to Hamburger <laughs> Depot. I'm gonna go to Five Guys. You know, I want a quality burger. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna go to Burger King for it. And so us as, uh, like, well, really underground artists who are, you know, what Andre said, the lyrical miracles, have to understand that, you know, don't make, don't try to get clout from dissing artists who aren't at your level. That first of all, that's kind of weak to me. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to how you feel about your art, your artistry and your music making, just continue to make music. Yeah, yes, it's the the journey is hard, but I'm telling you, you gonna make one song. It's gonna be one song. That's how people get famous these days. They they keep working until they finally find gold. Mm-hmm. And but the difference between you is when you find gold, even though it took you longer enough to get that gold, by now you have a fan base. 
Because now you have a base of fans who've been with this they whole struggle. Ride for you. Exactly. They ride for you. That's exactly. Why Kendricks and the Coles can literally. Hey, I'm dropping my album tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> selling dang near half a million in a week, bro. That's that fan base that you created, and that comes from making quality music, and that it's not always lyrical. Strictly, you know what and, I'm saying? Yeah, it's not just verses. Because I mean, if you really want to peep it, J Cole not that lyrical on 1985, but what he's saying, yeah, exactly. I'm saying the content, of the what content is good. You you don't have to have a million bars, uh, punchlines, mm. and double entendres, triple entendres. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you ain't got to be Jay Z every time you rap. You just have to make good music. And I feel like Substance. unfortunately, yes, unfortunately, the only people who can make something that's catchable is people who don't know how to make music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's kids who just know a beat when they hear it and they know, hey, I'm going to spit something like this. Ooh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Ooh, all right. But I'm not talking about nothing. And uh, these kids who don't even have degrees in this, these kids who haven't even been making music for five, ten years like y'all dudes have, can none of you be a little bit inspired by that shit and put some of that actual skill that you have exactly. onto that, bro? Like that... Seeing these niggas do that don't piss y'all off. Like, yeah, look at that, that. That should kind of burn your they passion. They're going to go in the studio and craft a disc record that's going to be heard by 34 people and not no actual yeah, song that's see, be and on the radio. Your energy exactly. shouldn't even be focused on that. Like, your energy should be where you are and whatever is going on in your mind and your life for the people around you, even they life. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick done done some shit. We talk about his cousin or his brother or some shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Cole, uh, Four Yards Only was. Essentially, from the uh, viewpoint of his homeboy, yeah, like yeah. that whole album was him rapping from somebody else's yeah, perspective. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that he, he, if you feel like maybe I wasn't born in this, I can't say. It. I mean, obviously you've been inspired, and uh, you know what I'm saying you've been touched, and you've been um, uh, seen inspiration from other things. You know what I'm saying? Use that. Use it, bro. Cool and, no, and nobody gonna knock you for it. I feel like we live in a time where motherfuckers can't even be inspired anymore. And I think, and it's kind of what I say, like, when, we, when we're saying that, you know, hey, artists, you know, stick to your craft, don't make fast food music, because the quality is better than quantity. I, I feel like this can really relate to our lives, period. You know, we look at the people, we look at social media, and we look at people, you know, who floss and stuff, who who floss and all this money. You know, they got the flyest outfit on on Instagram. You know, they got, you know, a Rolex on. But every time you see them on social media, do you ever see them, hey, at work, or, hey, you know, getting the donuts, or, hey, getting the bread? No, you never see them saying that. You just see them flexing what they have. So now, in turns, we feel as people, like people like us who don't like to flex and everything, we feel like, hey, even though we're trying to do things the right way, it's taking a longer time. It's cause so we're it's being so, exposed to the end result instead of the process. Exactly, we're, man. We're seeing the sport. One, one of the main... The, the, the training that went into that. And one of the greatest things that my... Uh, it, it was really um, a crabbing process that I had in Asia, at uh, Southern. But, you know, one of my close friends, Sean, used to always tell me, you got to respect the process. You got to respect the process. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only way to make quality. Now, hey, you could get rich and not respect the process. That's easy, you yeah. know, but you're not going to get quality material from it. You're just going to get something that's temporary, that's going to satisfy you for that moment. Mm-hmm. And that's what J. Cole was saying in 1985. And, uh... It's, it's evident from the people who've been in the uh, spotlight and then have long gone. I mean, you don't see Vanilla Ice making music. You don't see Millie Vanilli. You don't see uh, MC Hammer. You don't see Rock. Exactly. Rash. You don't see uh, Fetty Wap. You don't see who? Yeah. 
Who you said? Roscoe Dash. Roscoe Dash, the Lyft driver. Roscoe Dash, the Lyft driver. You see uh, all those dudes who making that cookie cutter music? That, that uh, they blew that money that they made when they was making it. Now yes. they can't get tours to continue to make music from they've already. Created. And, and not it's only this. that, it's something deeper than that. Not only that, they're not getting the money that they got from No Hands. Uh, that uh, Roscoe Dash got from No Hands, but now it's it's even it's something that would hurt me, but. Now he's not even rememberable. He's not even, he's not even like, he doesn't even have a spot in hip hop. Nobody, like, if you look hey, at I the mean, fan base now who listens to uh, fast food, they like, you'll be like, hey man, you know Roscoe Dash? Like, nah, bro. I know Smoke Perp, though. I know, like you that. know what I'm saying? So now Roscoe Dash won't even be remembered. And like, not having money is cool, but not being remembered. Like, is this Mace that I'm thinking about that kind of did the same thing? He became a preacher. But man, yeah. Mace. He like yeah. willingly chose to. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, he was willingly left him. Yeah. yeah. And Kanye rapped about that. I can't. Because I can't, I, didn't he drop a diss track? He dropped two tracks yeah, last year. Oh, diss he dissed Cam. Cam. That's yeah, like, I was actually clear, though. He, 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 went out, he went at him. Because Cam's dissing that man. They from the same. Mm. Uh, they same. I think they from Brooklyn or something. Yeah, they yeah, from yeah, the same yeah. spot in New York. And they had apparently had some kind of long standing. Yeah, I know they was beefing mm. before. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, like reverb through the thing. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. It's like. Uh, Mace managed to do that because I mean, from the time period he came from, he had built a legitimately kind of decent uh, fan base. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That was bad boy was like popular. Mace was hella famous when you know what I'm saying. He was making all that bad boy. Music. That's exactly how. So uh, some of these other dudes, I wasn't they, too I don't have the benefit of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Roscoe Dash, ten years from now, can't just come back. Yeah, and yeah drop yeah, yeah. Uh, No Hands Part Two, and people are like, hey, Roscoe, No Hands no. Part Two. Yeah, it's it's not going to be like that. Nah, <laughs> nobody even excited for that. So to really wrap this subject up, I guess, you know, what we really came up with is that, you know, even though quantity is pushed in your face, you, you should strive for quality. And even if that's you being the artist trying to pursue a career, or you being a person trying to pursue a career, or is that just you listening to music yourself? Just listen. To, you should always pursue quality over quantity. Am I saying trap music don't listen to it? No. But I'm just saying... If you're gonna listen to something that's gonna hurt you, you you should have an equal balance of everything. Exactly. You know. I can respect that. True. And uh, I mean, really, it's just um, you can't stop nobody. I mean, it's not like we gonna have this conversation. Cut the podcast off. Uh, if Young Thug come on the radio, amigo, <laughs> am I gonna turn it off? Probably. Yeah. Not, you know what I'm saying. But on the same hand, I'm not gonna ignore quality music from somebody like Mick Jenkins or you know what I'm saying yeah, Faye put me on Azizi Gibson that's somebody that a lot of people should listen to check out Azizi Gibson if you have time uh, you know what I'm saying quality drops from uh, we can say that the XXL just dropped their list and most of them dudes on that garbage but in between that J.I.D. is dope J- J-I-D. Well, he was garbage last year too though you know what I'm saying but yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't quote you who was on the uh, yeah. I think I remember uh, wasn't last year they had that's when they had fucking what was that year before last when they had like Lil Yachty and uh, I, I think that was your the freshman's list is obsolete but <laughs> your point yeah, there's like usually that. some yeah, people yeah, yeah. in there who may are good you know what I'm saying Chance year wasn't that good but he was on there and Kevin Gates was on yeah. there you know what I'm saying there's always Isaiah good, Rashad too uh, yeah Isaiah alright that's mm-hmm. another person you know what I'm saying there's always uh, good people in between that you should be willing to look out for Most instead definitely. of just sitting up here and taking in what people are feeding to you. Because, yeah. I mean, really, the music that's being played now, is it's, it's not being decided by you. 
It's being decided <laughs> by the radio shows that you listen to. It's mm-hmm. being decided by the labels who uh, own most of the capital, capital in the music industry and are signing these dudes just like we were talking about in these 360 deals and pushing this music out. You should, you, as a music listener, you should pay more attention to where your stuff is coming from and uh, having a bit of a higher standard. Because, I mean, it's always cool to turn up and play music. That's straight. But you need classics. You're going to need something that you want to, that's timeless. Because 20 years from now, you're going to kind of be tired of having to learn somebody's new name every time somebody coming out. Lil WD-40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lil vacuum cleaner. But, but. Lil spray bottle. Lil heater. <laughs> Lil heater. Hey, I like that. That's going to be my new album. But, I mean, what do you guys feel about this? Do you do you guys feel that, you know, you, hey, I can listen to trap music and nothing happen. I, or do you guys feel what we feel? Um. I mean, let us know. You know, like I say, we really want feedback from you guys. And uh, you guys been sending in questions. And last episode, I promised one. So even though we're running a little later than usual, I'm going to go ahead and ask the question. Uh, You know, Amaya Armstrong asked for my podcast, you know, what do you feel like? What do you feel about the death penalty? And should it be illegal? How you feel? Hmm. Um, off top, I would say no. Uh, do you think, uh, do you think it should be illegal or do you think it should stay in? Oh, uh, I would, I would say it could be illegal, but, uh, if, if there's like some kind of offense that calls for it, like maybe this, like a 9-11 shit, like if, if, if somebody got caught from them and they didn't already then oh, took some lives so some for like some specific special for some specific like shit treason like, or, or some shit like that mass murder mass, mass murder, murder and like something that serious like I mean because like if but if judicial you, if you, if you, but, but do you believe in judicial death penalty no yeah, because that's, that's no because that's just like me shooting you in the face right now and, and my exactly. thing is, is hypo- like and of course the main argument about it is, is that it's hypocritical you know even if they killed someone, you're killing someone. So it's like, how how can you say anything? <laughs> how can you say that, you know, this is just when it's really not? But my main thing to why I really don't like death penalty is because the law isn't absolute. The law doesn't know who do who who Absolutely. really does what exactly. you know like what well, what's the statistic it, not what's the statistic it's, it's, one in twenty five everybody knows the statistic uh, oh, wrongly convicted oh, yes okay. so I, that's I twenty thousand yeah. off rip twenty thousand people who have been known not not suspicious suspected to be wrongly convicted like we know they're wrongly convicted and every day there's people that's coming out on clemency uh on clemency because of cases that they've been locked up for for 15 years that really didn't do i was just gonna say bro i seen something where this man was locked up like 20 years and he didn't do a fucking thing and they just found out like so how can we implement somebody's death when we don't even know if they really did it exactly bro and that's fucked up because you you didn't kill this man and then a year later you you catch the nigga who didn't did it Exactly. And like y'all didn't already killed, and it's too late. Exactly. Or, or the person who too? really did it dead. Yeah. Like the like the person who really did it gone. Like he he not even living no more. He about killed himself or something. And it's like, but but you about to put this man on death penalty. And like we, we I mean, it, to me, that's why the death penalty in itself is stupid. And uh, the same people who would argue for the death penalty also don't agree with abortion. Which is stupid. So, like you say, you say, oh no, you, you, I don't want you to abort that kid because we, we want to keep that baby alive. But the death penalty, 
I'll it's kill. Okay. It's, you know, it doesn't. He's been convicted of armed robbery, armed assault. Yeah, I mean, do that. No, but uh, but I mean, the death penalty is garbage. It's not a deterrent. It will not stop punishment. I mean, it's not a legitimate punishment to deter crime. Uh, this is not the dark ages. We <laughs> not torture people. This is the Inquisition. We are a civilized society that punishes its citizens with time. Exactly. Not anything else? We do not beat our prisoners. We do not assault them. We do not extract information from them through waterboarding or interrogation methods. We do not. We should not kill them exactly. because, like you guys said, nothing is absolute. There is no way for the law or the government to absolutely figure out whether somebody did something or did not do something. And that's something that is absolutely necessary when you decide to take somebody's life. That's why I mean, God kill you eventually. You die. <laughs> Let that man know everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm, it, in, in the middle and everything in between. It, As a human being, you uh, completely have no ability to know that. So to step that. up to say, let's kill this person because of my reasons, et cetera, et cetera, it's wrong. Yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like, like playing God. Ex- like, exactly. Taking this nigga life. Like, exactly. Not, and and it's, I feel like the, the, the conservative mindset is to not play God unless we feel uh, hurt. You know, then we could play God. And then we could, you know. I'm saying they, they uh, made slavery illegal. Unless your ass go to jail. Exactly. But what you guys think about it? What you guys think about the death penalty? What do you guys think about the conversation we had today? I feel like it was very in-depth. And we, we touched a lot of subjects. Um, Just like death penalty, normally the episode, the uh, questions you send in the episode are going to turn into actual episodes. So, yeah, you're going to hear more about w- what you guys want to know and yeah, your questions. User submitted information and uh, content. That's the word I'm thinking of. Exactly. Um, but next week we're gonna have a real fun game with y'all. If y'all like conspiracy th- us theories, please stick around because we're gonna be playing our famous game of real or bullshit. But this is Jalen signing off. Before we sign off on E2, do y'all got anything to say? All right, guys. Uh, now uh, I appreciate y'all having me in here. You know, I'm the guest. You know, to the mediator, Drayon, the and then to the you know the host, uh, Lay J. You know what I'm talking about, or Lon <laughs> J. Like, subscribe, favorite the cast, favorite the podcast, and submit some more questions. And submit right? questions. We love y'all, man. Everybody, stay safe, man. You know, peace.